Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our partnership with Kayani Incorporated. Kayani's mission of bringing hope through wellness and opportunity aligns with everything we do at Disruptive Nutrition, which is a big reason why we decided to partner with them. Our passion of giving women hope where they don't see any after years of dieting is such a focus of ours that when Kayani approached me about their product line and desire to support people around the world to ditch the diet and support people in the nutrition approach we follow, we knew we had to work together. Kayani's unique and innovative products support our nutritional approach and enhance what we teach by creating an environment in our bodies to help reduce inflammation, optimize digestion, balance blood sugar, increase circulation, and support collagen resilience. My daily protocol involves starting the day with their Sunrise, an antioxidant with vitamins that support the reduction of inflammation, along with their HL5 collagen, which helps to hydrate my connective tissue, build muscle, and so much more. I couple that with Nitro Extreme, to produce nitric oxide, which is known as the molecule of life. Nitric oxide supports healthy circulation and our body's ability to absorb and deliver nutrients. Without the ability to absorb and deliver nutrients, even if our nutrition is on point, we won't reap the benefits that we could be. So after I have those beginning supplements, I then have my PFC Balanced Protein Shake from Kayani, and that brings in the L-citrulline amino acid, which gets processed by the kidneys and then creates a long version of nitric oxide. So it's the entire system of the nitro effect that Kayani offers. It's not just one product here, but how it all fits together is totally unique. Their entire system, when paired with our nutritional approach of eating in threes, creates this environment in your body that it loves and will respond to unlike any diet or supplement regime on the market today. So check out our site at disruptivenutrition.com shop for more information on how our partnership with Kayani truly is designed to take your health and weight loss goals to a whole new level. Well, hey there, Diet Disruptors. Carrie here, and I have 
a guest today that is going to inspire you to just see what's possible. I'm going to call her Laura the Butterfly right now because (laughs) I love it when (laughs) Laura tells people I don't even recognize myself. And it's not even just physically in the physical changes that this woman has gone through over the past few months of working with us. But I always say the transformation that I want for women, it's transformational. What a transformation means is kind of like when you go from a caterpillar to a butterfly, you're that same beautiful soul, but you don't even recognize yourself. And that's like the first thing Laura said. She's like, I don't even recognize myself. So Laura, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on our podcast today. Hi. Hi. I'm happy to be here too. It's exciting. that I mean, a few months ago, can you imagine being on a podcast with us, with just sharing and inspiring and telling your story in the way that you are? Not at all. I was a mess. Emotionally, I was a mess. I was desperate. I was feeling so lost and I just knew something had to change but I I wasn't ready for this gosh no (laughs) I mean it was you have only been working with us for about two and a half months right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I I when I think about like how fast two and a half months can go by like this and I think about how much growth you've had in that amount of time it just it warms my heart in every single way and I remember when you had talked to coach Shannon I think a couple times, one or two times. And then I got on a call with you and I just remember thinking, I wish she could see what was on the other side. I just wish she could see what was on the other side of this because you were super emotional when we talked to you. I mean, there was a lot there. So why don't you tell everybody before we talk about what's going on now and what you've done, where were you? What was your story? What story were you telling just two and a half months ago? I have for as long as I can remember, always been self-conscious about my weight, my size, um, my father, my mother, comments that they would make to them seemingly flippant would really just put me in a place where I just didn't feel like I was pretty or good enough, or I was too fat or whatever. And I struggled a lot over the years with dieting and I could lose weight. I could follow a plan, but then if I wasn't eating exactly perfectly or exercising like a fiend and just living my life and enjoying myself, I started to gain weight back. And <clears throat> that's a good indication just, that you're, you've been fighting your body, right? You're not, you're, when your body gets to its optimal health, you don't have to be perfect, but on a diet, you do have to be perfect. Right. And that was a big thing for me. It was the good foods and the bad foods, learning that, you know, um, I always felt like if I ate cake or I ate pasta or I ate bread, you know, I'm half Italian. So a nice piece of Italian bread, (laughs) you know, I would just feel bad. I would not, I mean, I'm not talking necessarily physically, although sometimes if I ate like too much gluten or whatever, it would bother my stomach, but more it was emotionally. I just felt like a bad girl. I felt like I did it. I screwed up again and I wasn't going to be able to reach my goals. And, um, I had, just so many. I mean, I actually one day sat down and made a list. And I think that I was like on, I don't know, around 20 different programs in my lifetime, you know, um, fasting. How many years, like 40 years or more you think of dieting? Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I was growing up, I was seven years old. I still have this picture. My mother took a picture of me and I was sitting at the table and I was eating an orange and you know how you put the orange in your mouth and you kind of make that funny face. She took a picture of me and she said, 
I'm going to show this to you when you get older to show you that you were even trying to be on a diet when you were seven. Oh my gosh. All right. How old are you now? 62. So that's a lot of years. Long time. Yeah. And so also trying to be, you know, to live a good moral life. I tried to be a good girl mm -hmm. and do the right thing and always trying to please people. And so I was just all over the place, you know, and um, one, being one of six kids, I, uh, I felt like I had to be the best to do the right thing, to be the right person, to get my parents' attention. And sometimes I think I sabotage myself on purpose. Now I can look back and think that, um, Plus, I had two situations in my life where I was um, molested. And so I think the weight became part of my survival. Yeah. You know, I was, if I packed on weight, then guys wouldn't pay attention to me. And so I would be safe. Mm -hmm. And just lots and lots of years of counseling and trying to really figure out who I am and um, getting to a point where I realized it wasn't about the food, it was about more than that it was about my heart and my head and my feelings and getting a handle on all that and but when you came to us you were looking for a food plan like you were looking to lose weight right yeah i i actually started and again i don't even remember exactly how i found you but probably on my feed on facebook i was searching for a gym a place to go to work out because since moving and changing, you know, and um, looking for a gym where I could do, because I love to do like group classes. Yeah. I don't like, I mean, I do weights and stuff, but I like to be part of a group. And so I was trying to find something that I could do. And I had seen some other things and I don't know, I just came across you and I saw the change in you and I read or I watched the video and I was like, there's something about this lady. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. And then the, the blood sugar stabilization thing really hit me. That was yeah. really um, important because my father was a diabetic mm -hmm. in the later part of his life and overweight and just had a lot of things happening. And I just was like, I don't want to be that person, you know? And, no, and, um, and we recently had Joanna on, who is a diabetic educator who came to us about four years ago, had no idea how important it was to be stabilizing our blood sugar before we get diabetes, just as we live our life. That's our body's goal. And I know that that right. resonated with you, but it's not common knowledge when you have someone like Joanna who didn't know that. Right. And, right. and the beautiful thing about it is that your body can balance its blood sugar on its own. It does get trained how to do that. But when we don't do anything to help it, it is going to go into overdrive and have to keep trying to do it over and over and over again. And that is part of the reasons why we end up really struggling with our weight and health. And I know that you were a retired teacher and for you, um, you were entering into kind of a new season of your life, but it was scary to say yes to yourself. Oh, definitely. I think that at the beginning, I was like, there's no way. You know, I didn't know going in, obviously, what it exactly entailed, but I, when I heard about, you know, what we have to talk more, I just was like, I don't know. But then it just hit me like, Laura, it's about time you invest in yourself and take care of yourself mm -hmm. and do things that are going to help you become a better person. Because, you know, after losing my dad about a year and a half ago, the whole mortality issue just, and being 62, 
this kind of really res you know, it hit me like I better start thinking more and more. Yeah. And all the crazy stuff I've done in my life to try to lose weight, really sabotaging myself and my body. That that was another thing that you had talked about where, you know, um all those metabolic, you know, diseases and all the things that happen when your blood sugar is not stabilized and, and how your body, you know, will fight against you. And I don't know, something else I think too that hit me was the talking about releasing the fat. Because even when I had gotten smaller before, about five years ago, I still had fat. I still had cellulite. I still had like parts of me that I was just like, Ugh. you know, I'm smaller, but I'm still not where I want to be or what I, you know. And so a lot of those things that you talked about really just was like, this is, this is more than just learning how to, to eat. Mm -hmm. This has got to be, and the mind and the sustainability months really, really have changed me. And, and even after the first month, I think that the way that I felt, I had more mental clarity. I had more courage. I, um, I was able to talk to some of the people in my life that were a little toxic mm. that I've allowed to be toxic in my life. And I was able to set boundaries and I would have never done that. But for some awesome reason, <laughs> being able to, <laughs> you know, feel better physically, I had this courage that and this mental clarity that I need to, I need to do something about that part of my life as well. And so I, yeah, I, I, I think, love I love that. But let's like, think about that when you really came in and, and you were emotional because we, we really did like when, when we, when we talk to you, we want to talk to you, want to get to know you. We want to make sure that you're going to like be a right fit because our success rate is really high, but we, we make sure the right women are in there and you were definitely right. right woman. And, and I just knew it. I knew it inside of you that this was going to be something special. I didn't realize just how special it was going to be because what you say all the time is, I don't even recognize myself anymore. So that's where I think about you as a butterfly. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that I've always in the past sort of operated as a victim, mm. a victim of my circumstances, a victim of my life, a victim of my parents, a victim of my choices as an educator, um, that ups and downs, moving, all these things. Yeah. And now like, I used to go to bed sometimes at night and just cry myself to sleep because I was just unhappy. Oh my gosh. But then I, I don't know, like now, you know, all the things that I've read and all of the podcasts that I've listened to and the lessons in the portal and reading books and just all of it, it's the timing was just so right for me. And I think the thing that makes the difference is that it put all the pieces together and so now, like the way that I talk, <laughs> the way that I relate to people, um, the self-talk, the self-talk is huge. And I know I think about, you know, that verse that says to play a new tape, you know, renew your mind. And I always knew that, but I didn't quite have the pieces before to really uh, make that a reality. Mm -hmm. And the way that this is set up, it, it really does help you to start looking at yourself and say, wait a minute, this is me or this, I, this is something I need to work on mm -hmm. and not be ashamed of yourself. Cause you know, the shame thing was huge for me. Also, I was always 
uh, that feeling of not being good enough, not being valued, as you say, behind your, yeah. you know, know your value. I, I have two awesome sweet aunts that are 82 and 89. And I go up to upstate New York every summer to spend time with them. And they've been my best cheerleaders, but I called them, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And I told them, I said, I'm really starting to, you know, and they were like, well, we've always tried to tell you that. And I said, yeah, I know. But I, until I could believe that about myself, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, um, if you, you know, if you know it in your head, but you don't know it in your heart, it's not quite right. And so all those pieces coming together, I just, I say things, I'm able to talk about things, I'm able to talk about serious things and not fall like a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Although I mean, I'm learning. we talked, it was all tears, right? Like when it was, was, it was. There, was a, there was a lot there. And, and I think what's so important is to recognize that like, we taught you how to eat, you know how to eat, you know how to fuel your body, you know about food, you can literally teach it to other people, which is really the thing you were looking for. And then what you said to me a couple of times is like, it's like, there's just this now capacity because you're not obsessing about food anymore. Food is actually like the secondary thing. It's just, you're just living your life. And now you have the opportunity to figure out who is Laura, right? Exactly. And who exactly. does she get to be now? And you just have so much in front of you. And yeah, you know how to eat now, but it doesn't even become the, the priority what am I going to do? Because I always say we were not put on this earth to find the right diet. We were put on this well, earth for something so much more. And once we figure out the formula, once we understand how to fuel our body, once we can know how to enjoy love and understand food, we get to go do the things then. Right. And, you know, I made me think of like years ago how, well, for as long as I can remember, you know, the number on the scale was always so critical. And I used to feel so, you know, if I had, it was like I had a sign on my head saying this is how much I weigh you know mm-hmm. and when I started and you said you know throw away the scale I was like wow I don't know if I can do that you know and I weighed myself at the beginning just to write down all my information and then um I weighed uh two other times one when I went to the gym and they did my physical evaluation thing and then when I did it after the two months at the gym I did it again and, um, you know, I have to ser- seriously say, sincerely say that it's really not as important to me. And again, hearing myself say that, I'm just like, are you kidding me actually? But I look at myself, I think about it. I feel good in my clothes. I, I know my, you know, clothes are getting looser. My body's changing and I'm like, I'm okay. And it's not about a quick fix. It's not about losing 50 pounds in three months, you know? And I feel like it'll come to get more and more, you know, or closer and closer. You're getting healthier and healthier and healthier. Your body's going to get faster and faster. Right. And I also feel like that whole thing about the weight, it's just not as important to me anymore. And again, I I say that and I hear myself say that and I'm like, you have obsessed for all of your life. Think about how obsessed now, even let's just talk about blood sugar stabilization for a second around that. Because the amount of stress that we put ourselves on around the scale, around our body, around obsessing about it, it literally physically causes stress in our body. It spikes our cortisol. When that happens, our body has to then try to release insulin and balance. Because when you, when you, when you uh, release that cortisol, you spike your blood sugar. 
literally mm-hmm. stress will deregulate your blood sugar and your body can adjust, but if it has to keep doing that, it's going to get less and less efficient and your body's going to hold on to the fat to protect itself from you. And when you mm-hmm. can take that down a notch and actually not stress out about so much, that is when progress actually happens faster and faster because you hold yourself back with all the stress around the scale and around your body and all of that. And I always say confidence does not come because you've met your goals. You haven't met your goals yet. You still want, you have more you want to do within your own body, mind, and all of that. But you operate with a level of confidence now that two months ago you didn't have. Definitely not. You're right. And, and again, I think that <clears throat> recognizing that there's so much more um, to do and to learn about myself, but also, you know, one of the things that I've noticed lately is I've stopped apologizing for being myself and being me. <laughs> like I'm different than other people. Okay, fine. Or I'm emotional. Okay. Well, if you don't like that about me, I'm sorry. You know, I'll try to be more, uh, I love aware, the, but I'm, I'm gonna, sorry you feel that way comment exactly exactly yeah, that's exactly. better that's better right yeah. because it's I live my life like that you know and learning as we go on and as we I'm learning more about the Enneagram and my numbers and other people's numbers too I'm realizing that you know it's not um wrong it's just different which yeah. is something that I learned when I was teaching you know I was like teaching kids that you're not everything you know, it's not necessarily wrong because they're doing it differently than you are. It's just that they're doing it differently. And, yeah. you know, you have to be more you empathetic. You didn't believe that them. for yourself. No. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. Now, and I, and I think that that's, I love that you're still in the middle of your third month. And, and one of the things that um, we, we talk about is this like new marriage between you and yourself. And uh, that you, when you say yes to the dress, you say yes to yourself, then you go on like this three month honeymoon, I say, right? And that you really dig in mind, body, soul, and, and that learn how to love yourself and have this relationship with yourself. And be, you literally, and you're, you're just about there, right? Have a formula for how you can be the best you. Like an actual formula for how Laura is the best Laura. What does the best Laura sound like, feel like, and do every single day? But then once you're three months, so you're, it, it's not that it's over. It's like the marriage actually begins. And right. so what I love about Laura, which she hasn't even told you about her story, is that A, she will continue to be a part of our membership. She is a lifetime member of ours, and she will continue to cultivate this marriage. We make sure that she has resources and content so she engages. And Laura, if you don't engage, we will call you out on it because it's as, as transformational as Laura has had herself right now, if she doesn't continue to engage and cultivate a year from now, you're going to be slipping right back. Cause we talked about what, 50 years of dieting, 50 years of the mindset. You're not going to undo it all in two and a half, three months. We have to continue right. to cultivate that relationship. But one way that Laura is doing that, she basically, she said to me, I don't know what it's going to look like, but like, put me in coach. I am (laughs) excited and ready and want to support other women. So if you end up deciding like, yeah, I want to talk to a coach and it's not pressure. It's about you talking to a coach for you to decide, is this the right plan for me? Us to say, are you the right match for us? We knew Laura was a good match for us. We knew it. Not everybody is. 
but Laura, then now when you, when we meet with a coach, you know, we spend a chunk of time talking to you, getting to know you, building a relationship with you. Cause we're all about family here. And so Laura does, sometimes we have questions before we jump on a call with you. And so Laura might be the one that calls you and says, Hey, I'm Laura. And your coach wants to know, just has a couple questions to, to, to ask. And she wants to make sure that we are well-prepared for our calls with you. And so Laura gets to be a part of her disruptive nutrition team. And that is, I mean, I still want to say two and a half months, Laura. And I know, I know. I think I was just primed and ready to go all those years. You know, I have this um, quote that I put up and I, I've been trying to, you know, do positive affirmations as well, but it says the only failure is quitting. Everything else is just gathering information. Love it. And um, I'm not real sure where I got that from, either a podcast or a book or something. But, you know, because that's the thing. It's kind of like the message years ago a pastor shared. It's like, you know, a miner is in the cave looking for the gold and he keeps digging and digging and digging. And if he doesn't persevere, you know, he could be this far away from busting through and hitting the gold, the jackpot. But if he keeps turning and going and moving in every direction, he's not going to get there. And that really makes sense to me because I think that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, this fits together for me so well. And, you know, getting back to the eating thing, um, I'm not craving food like I was. Like I can have a piece of this or that after the four weeks to wellness, but honestly, I'm not like, you know, I have to have, I have to have, it just becomes part of my day and who I am. And, um, you know, just learning that I can eat and be with my family and eat real food, which is a, was a huge thing for me when I first started. I wanted to be able to eat real food and get healthy and not feel like I had to starve myself or do, right. you know, extreme things um, right. to be able to find that place of healthy. You, you know, said healthy something um, when we were on one of our coaching calls and you said, you know, everything else is like what you can't have and and like, you know, once you're really living this lifestyle and we say all the time, every food is an option. Food is just protein, fats, and carbs. You understand more about food. You understand about what serves your body, what doesn't serve your body. Everything's a choice. And you were like, now that it's a choice, I don't even want some of those things. When before, because it wasn't even an option, I felt like I wanted it. And it's like, exactly. choice is huge. Education is opportunity. And it is to me, amazing how you know so much more about food so you can make choices for yourself and you keep making really amazing choices for your body. Not because I've told you to, just because you want to. And I think that's a huge shift. That is part of the transformation. That is what a yeah. butterfly looks like. Yeah, and I think the part where we talk about, you know, is it serving your body or is it serving your soul? That was another thing that really hit me. Like, because I am a you know, passionate person and I am emotionally driven and all those things that are more, you know, um, feeling oriented, if you will, yeah. you know, it was like, sometimes I do have to satisfy my soul and, the, but in the past doing so always made me feel guilty. Yeah. And you didn't even call or, it feeling your soul. You considered a lack of willpower. Right. Or binging or going yes. off on a whatever exactly and you know um learning that i can't have the piece of cake if i want to or that you know um for my daughter's birthday i had a piece of cake for my appreciation cool. and it was okay and the best part about it is i guess a connection here 
you know, not getting on scale the next morning going, oh my God, I need a pound, I ate a piece of cake and making that connection to say that's why. So the other part about it was, oh, eating it and not worrying about it. Not, you know, like, oh, I messed up my diet now. I might as well not, you know. Uh, the rest of the day or start again Monday. Well, exactly. The, I'll start again Monday is so like cliche, but it's true. People fall off and they feel like, okay, I'm done. But I like the idea of, okay, in three and a half to four hours, I can go back to eating clean and healthy and making the, you know, the best choice and fueling my body and just keep going and keep moving. And so it's just really changed my life. It really has. I love it. Sometimes the most impactful solutions are the simplest ones, but simple doesn't always mean easy. And when you have a formula, I say it's like when you go bowling, you know, when you go bowling and you put the bumpers, you like, for the gutters, right? right? That's, I think what we do. We give you the lane. We, we, we give you the information and we're going to put bumpers there so you can't fail. But at the end of the day, you still got to roll that ball. Right. Some days you're going to hit one pin. Some days you're going to hit all the pins. Some days you might not hit any of the pins, but you're not going to go to the gutter as long right. as you keep throwing the ball. And so you have been throwing this ball down this lane, hitting strike after strike after strike, because I think you were ready. And you were done going yeah, around definitely. the mountain. Uh, and, and I always say fear and excitement live in the same part of the brain. And I know that mm. there was some fear there for you, but you didn't let fear drive. So fear can make decisions for us. And so we, I say to my girls all the time, if you're scared, you got to be careful. Fear has a place in our lives, but it's got to sit in the back seat. As soon as you let fear drive or fear even change the radio station, you're going to make decisions that don't necessarily serve you. And women especially have this guilt about either investing in themselves, doing something for themselves because they feel it's selfish. But you are a perfect example of how when you are a butterfly and you can fly, you are able to just bring a whole nother level of yourself to people that they need, that they couldn't have it's accessed. So Right. It's so freeing, you know, even learning about the Enneagram and I know <clears throat> during the 12 week trifecta, that is a key piece, but, you know, making mistakes and, and screwing up and doing the wrong thing or failing at this or that was always a big thing for me. Yeah. And again, being a part of a family of six, it was like, you had to shine above because otherwise you wouldn't get noticed. Yeah. 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 And so I became a people pleaser and I became a perfectionist towards doing that. Like I had to get it right. I had to get straight A's. I had to be the yeah. best, you know, and just learning now that it's okay to make a mistake and it's, it's going to be okay. You know, like that sounds so trivial, but that's huge for me because yeah. I was always afraid of making a mistake because then people wouldn't like me. They wouldn't accept me. I wouldn't get the job or I wouldn't get promoted or whatever. And feeling freedom to make a mistake and have people still embrace me and love me and say, it's okay, Laura, we'll help you get through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, me. who would have thought that in a nutrition program, you know, approach that you would get all of this, but this is what it takes to be healthy. And that's what we mean. And that's what I see in you, a healthy woman who is still running the race. You're never done. There's no finish line. You're still running right. the race. And so I'm so proud of you, my butterfly over here, just fluttering around. So say <laughs> thank you to Laura, if you were listening and you can comment 
Um, I'd love to know how long you have been kind of on this roller coaster the way Laura had for more than 50 years. How many years have you really look at yourself? How long have you been doing this? And in just two and a half months, for her to be that caterpillar or to be that butterfly from the caterpillar is just so exciting. So Laura, thank you. Thank you for saying yes, for trusting us, for not letting your fear drive, but also then for saying, put me in coach. I'm ready to support others. I'm ready to help other women. That is empowerment. That to me is not just a program, that is education. And when you have education, like I said, you have opportunity. And from one teacher into another, we know the power of education. Well, and I was thinking that knowledge is power. When you have the information that you need to do what you have to do, it's so much better. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you wouldn't go build a 50 story building if you didn't know how to do that, you know? And I think, I just want to thank you because of all of your gifts and the knowledge that you have and the things that you've done. Now I'm going to get emotional. To impart to others the way you do. Because I hear your voice sometimes when I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, Carrie said that on the on the podcast or on that lesson or whatever. But it's really helpful because, you know, those are the things that we need to do. It's, you know, and one of the things I think too, I said at one point was one of the things that made a huge difference for me was having a coach, having somebody be there for me, you know, to say, I'm not just following a diet and hope and pray that it's going to work. Right. I mean, every day talking to my coach, you know, zooming with her, listening, reading things, listening to you, watching everything. I'm just soaking it up and feeling like, you know what, this has been the missing link for me to be able to have that support beyond just, you know, eat this for breakfast, eat this for lunch kind of right. thing. And again, I, I so did that for years and I was like, and I, yes, I can teach women how to eat. And yes, I will teach you how to eat in a totally different way that is sustainable forever. If we don't do these other things, you don't actually get healthy. And right. you have just been bowling up a storm. So I thank you for throwing that ball down the, the court. I wish my kids would hear my voice in their heads. Like I, like <laughs> you do. How do I do, how do I do that? How do I get the teenagers to do that? You All just right, Laura, keep talking. You, you just keep talking and loving on them. The loudest voice wins is what I was told once. And so I'm just going to keep being the loud voice in their life and see what happens. Thank you so much, Laura, for being on here. I know it's not easy to share your story with others, but you do it so eloquently. And I am just so happy that you are part of this family and like really a part of this family in every single way. So give Laura some love, you guys, and show her how proud you are of her. Let's do a virtual high five, Laura. Come on. Bam. Bam. See my shirt I'm wearing today? It says love always. I love it. I love it. And love yourself, <laughs> right? Yes, ma'am. Don't love others Amen. don't love yourself. And how about we just do this? You know your value. I can't even show it. Know your value. Awesome. Know your value. All right, Laura. Thank Bye, you. everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.